Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Are We There Yet? I'm Katie Gossett. And when babies enter the world, we either know what we're having, boy or girl, or we've chosen not to find out. And that's exciting. It's refreshing to turn to a natural miracle. It's the conception of a child, his growth in the womb, and his delivery. Commonplace? Yes. But it never loses its sense of wonder. But once the birth is over and you've found out what you've had, things aren't always straightforward. So my daughter told us the first time when she was two and a half. She was jumping on our couch, wearing a tutu, and she was saying, I'm a girl, I'm a girl, I'm a girl. And at the time, she was a boy to us. Our child biologically started life as a girl, and as soon as she could verbalise gender, it was obvious that she was a he. At first, my wife and I thought that we had a tomboy, but it's way beyond that. The child was requesting male genitalia from three. I was very comfortable with the idea that he may grow up to be a gay man. I thought his life would be happy and and society was making progress. But in the back of my mind, there was this small and dark thought, as long as he's not uncomfortable with his body. But it soon becomes clear that if children are unhappy with their bodies and can't express who they feel they are, it's painful. Things got difficult and bad and and there were tummy aches and cries and then the crying became every night and the tummy aches became severe. Our child doesn't want to bathe unclothed. They like to wear shorts and... For me, it's, it's sad when you see a kid not being able to take a bath. Part of what makes the process so difficult is that it's such an unknown for many people. And up until recently, that was also reflected in the media. Looking back on archival material, which I usually use in this show, there wasn't much to go on, except for this, from 1983. At the age of 18, Chrissy looks pretty much like any other attractive young teenage girl. But the problem for Chrissy is that she's really a boy. I want to become a woman and live a normal woman's life with a, perhaps a husband. How would you cope if you were trapped in the body of the opposite sex? So the programme actually won a radio award at the time, but the tone implies that back then being transgender was still a very unfamiliar concept. These days, attitudes have changed. 
The one really big thing that we need to know about human development is that feeling loved and supported is really important to the well-being of all children, whatever issues being traversed. So this is Catherine Gallagher, our clinical psychologist, who says the first thing you need to do when your child comes to you with questions about gender is to be supportive and get support yourself, because this can come as a huge shock to parents. You think back to the birth, where you realised, oh, I've got a girl or I've got a boy, and then suddenly you need to rethink things. It was just a reminder to me that it's a journey. You think you know what you've got, and it's, it's not the case at all. And Catherine Gallagher says the figures show that for many transgender children, it can take a while to feel real certainty about their gender. The Ministry of Health stats estimate that 75% of transgender children don't go on to identify as transgender adults, but often retain some gender issues of some kind. So I think that what's happening is that society has become much more accepting of kids experimenting with this kind of stuff, which is great. But I also think that as parents, as educators, to jump on board that and say, right, this child is now transgender, then we've also got to be aware that the kids are going to move in and out of this identity and it's not stuck in stone for all of them. But there are others who aren't just exploring and are likely to make a definite change. Data shows that approximately 2-5% to 5 of the population is transgender or will experience some degree of gender dysphoria when they feel some confusion or no personal connection to the body they, they were born into. For this small percentage of the population, it's not just a phase, and it doesn't tend to change. So how do we know if our child is transgender or just experimenting? Catherine Gallagher says... We need to wait and see how things play out. We have to, you know, not shut it down and tell them, no, don't be silly. I'm going to dress you in pink because you're a girl and that's just it. So I think we can give space for the child to experiment. And a good way to start is with what's called social transitioning. That is where the child starts to dress and act in accordance with their preferred gender. This is completely reversible. And it's a really important stage, especially if children are younger. Because then they can just try this out for size. In the case of these parents, their children have both made the transition to another gender while at primary school, and it's these small social changes that have made a big difference. When we agreed to the haircut and a boy's style, the, the weight that came off our child's shoulders, the acceptance, the excitement, just from a haircut. And, you know, the language is the biggest thing. Use the right pronoun, and right then you, you see the child just relax. But the next step is to help your child get that same acceptance from the wider community, and that's not always easy. I've got some friends that are very religious. They want to understand, but it conflicts with their beliefs. There was some teasing. She lost a few friends. It's been hard. I've got a cousin, and he's a pretty typical Kiwi bloke, and uh, I was half dreading the conversation. And anyway, he rang me up one day and said, you'll have no problem from me. I get it. And I said, well, that's great, thanks a lot. And I thought, see, it can be easy. But they are both prepared for tougher times ahead, especially as the teen years loom. I personally worry about um, bullying because I don't want my child to be bullied. I want my child to have a fantastic childhood that they can be proud of. She can get very distressed when we talk about puberty. Some of the things she really wants very hard, like having a baby, and am I going to have a baby from my tummy? And that, that was hard. That was hard. To tell her, no, it's not going to happen. 
Catherine Gallagher says puberty can be a high-risk time for transgender children, but they and their parents can take things gradually. So when secondary sexual organs develop in a body that they don't identify with, you can imagine how that can bring things to a head. So for them, some things like puberty blockers or hormone-suppressing medications can help to give them some breathing space to focus on life. And again, puberty blockers are reversible. So it just buys some time. But from then on, the steps become more decisive. So cross-sex hormones are when they start to have a more permanent effect, as this changes um, things like body composition and can make them infertile. And again, this is all part of a process, which means that a child, when they first come to mum or dad and say, hey, I think I might be a boy, parents don't have to go, oh my God, we're going to have to go down the surgery route. Because there's a whole lot of steps along there that if the child is supported and the parent is supported, then in fact this child can evolve into the person that they see themselves as wanting to be. So the final step is the sex reassignment surgery, and that's obviously where the effects are, are completely permanent. And while she says the process will be stressful, the risks are no greater than for other young people. Often stats are bandied around regarding increased rates of suicide attempts and, and depression in this group. And it's really important to hear that recent research showed that transgender children who were socially transitioned with supportive family, who the family themselves got support, showed no higher rates of depression. So it's not the process of becoming transgender or being transgender that increases your risk of depression or suicide. It's the fact of doing that without support and understanding. She says part of any debate is that it gets you thinking about your own situation. And so some of her young clients have been left feeling like gender is just another thing they have to think about. And then there are the questions it raises about sexuality. Well, that must mean am I gay? Or am I bi? Or am I pansexual? And so I've had kids as young as 13 sitting with these questions of who am I physically, sexually attracted to. And this brings us back to that idea that we really need to give our children some time and space to process all this stuff. And yet, as parents, sometimes it's really hard to just sit back and let that happen. We can want to jump in and define it now and say, right, this is what it is. And I think there is a risk sometimes that in our desire to have certainty, some adolescents or younger kids are walking around, you know, almost locked into this change when in actual fact it was something they were exploring and experimenting with. Having said that, for some, this is exactly the track they need to go down. And as parents, how the hell do we know the difference? And I think that's the bit where seek support and be patient and provide space. And that can feel incredibly frustrating as advice <laughs> because we just want to know sometimes. And in situations like this, we don't actually know what's around the corner. But I suppose what we can do, as we can do with any other area of parenting, is provide scaffolding, safety and support. So I said at the start, it's exciting expecting a baby and not knowing what you're having and then finding out. And even if your journey takes you in an unexpected direction, you're still excited to meet your child and find out who they are and enjoy everything they bring to your life. We are at the beginning of the journey. We're certainly not experts. This is just our story. Our child has also become part of a mixed-gender soccer team and has joined Kia's. So we're embracing anything that he wants to do. I am feeling more hopeful and, and less scared, and I see how well she is, and that's really the important thing. What the future brings, we are not 100% sure, but it doesn't look as scary as it did at the beginning. 
And that's it for today. This podcast was produced and presented by me, Katie Gossett. Duncan Smith mixed up the music. And our executive producer is Tim Watkin. Archival audio comes from Nataonga Sound and Vision in Archives New Zealand. And if you liked this and you'd like to subscribe, you can find this and other episodes on Apple Podcasts or go to the podcast page at rnz.co.nz. And while you're there, check out Voices, the stories and issues facing our ethnic communities around New Zealand. And don't miss our next episode when I'll be looking at sibling rivalry. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.